The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. The latest trends and hottest topics, love and sex, handled honestly and with passion. Here's Dr. Lori, CJAD 800. It feels good to be back. Let's uh, see if I remember what to do. That's the most important thing. Uh, but uh, I think you were in good hands. Paris Mansouri took over, and that was the longest period I think I've been away. Uh, that was just two weeks. I know it doesn't seem like a long time, but it felt like eons to me. Uh, it's been years since I took that much time off. So thank you to Paris Mansouri for uh, uh, sitting in for me and keeping the seat warm and doing all her wonderful interviews and handling all the panels and such and fielding all your texts. It was uh, uh, very grateful. Tonight, uh, we kick off off uh, my return, let's just say, with the Passion View, and Paris will be here, <laughs> so it's a nice uh, transition for us. We've got Shauna Murray, Dania Beznos, and Paris Mansouri, who will join us at 10.15. We'll go live on Facebook as well, so you'll be able to interact with us. Some of the topics we'll talk about is this, uh, I want to know what you think about this too. There's a man who believed he could have sex with his wife anytime. Uh, he is uh, awaiting trial. So we'll, we'll talk about, about that and, and the issue of uh, consent. We'll also talk about the men on Wall Street who seem to be really spooked by the uh, Me Too movement that they are avoiding women at all costs. And this is having a cost on uh, women's careers as well. Uh, what do you do when your libidos don't match? Uh, and what about women who remain single for a long time? Apparently, they are, or they seem to be the happiest, according to researchers. That's some of the stories that we'll try to cover. But as you know, it could go just about anywhere uh, when the ladies are in studio. And we hop from topic to topic and sometimes stick to one, depending on what you bring to uh, to the table as well. So uh, feel free to text in or call in. Uh, but first... Time to check out our inbox. Your calls and texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion now at 514-790-0800 or 514-800. So lots of emails to catch up on, although you can text me right here, right now, 514-800. If you have questions uh, or a question about sex, love, relationships, I'm happy to be of service and help you out here uh, tonight. Uh, first email I got, is there anything wrong if I do intercourse and anal at, at anal same time and not using condom. Well, if you're one person, unless you have two penises, you're not doing anal and intercourse at the same time. What I think you're meaning is whether if you can, if you go from intercourse to anal sex. So what you can, what you can do if you're not using a condom, of course, that means that you would be in a, a committed monogamous relationship because otherwise you would want to protect yourself with a condom. So let's just assume this is your regular partner. No one else is having sex with anyone else. You can go from a vaginal intercourse to anal intercourse, but you cannot do the reverse. You cannot go from anal intercourse to vaginal intercourse because of the bacteria. And it's, uh, and that could be quite damaging and cause infection, etc. So if you plan to do both, then uh, wash in between or go from uh, vagina to anus rather than anus to vagina. So I hope that that's uh, clear. 
and to if you also change if for people who are are using condoms you should change your condom from going from one to uh the other all right i was wondering can you masturbate the wrong way i am a guy and somehow early on i started to masturbate prone so i'm assuming that's on the belly uh and always did it this way. I tried it a few times with my hand, but I guess I never used any lube and didn't get myself off. I still don't know anything about uh, lube or what to do with this. Is it better to masturbate with your hand when it comes to sex or does it matter? I've seen certain articles that suggest that prone puts too much pressure on the penis, which can cause erectile dysfunction and not make sex as enjoyable. Is this true? Is there anything I can do to reverse it? So there really is no right or wrong way to masturbate. Uh, unless you're hurting yourself, of course. Uh, but I've never heard that masturbating prone or on your stomach, for example, will cause erectile dysfunction. If you feel pain, then obviously you might be doing harm to your penis. Uh, but the only danger, if I'm putting danger in quotation marks here, um, that I see here is that you get used to only this form of stimulation. Uh, that, And when you begin to have sex with a partner, that may not, uh, regular intercourse, let's say, may not get you there in the same way because you're very much used to this. So you can try masturbating with your hand. Any kind of lube will work, including oil. So if you want to use baby oil, you want to use coconut oil, olive oil, you can use any of this. Oils are, are fine lubricators, uh, lubricants, I should say, um, as long as they're not going inside anything, right? Or, and as long as they're not being used with a condom because it breaks down uh, the condom. So you can certainly try that way. There's no like better way to, to do it. I think each and every one of us discovers what works best for us. Uh, so really bottom line is vary your stimulation between partnered sex and masturbation rather than always sticking with masturbation and always with one form of it. Another masturbation question, uh, this one for a female. Uh, my girlfriend has been masturbating in the last two years with one finger. I want to know, does this mean she loses her hymen or not? Her finger is about five to six centimeters. Um, does this mean that, that she would lose her hymen? So first of all, a woman does not lose her hymen. It, this is a, what, what's a, known as a, a thin membrane that uh, stretches once intercourse has taken place. It can also stretch with insertion of a tampon, with fingers, with a sex toy. But it's unlikely that it will stretch much with just one finger. With intercourse, uh, a larger opening in the hymen is created, which can also cause a small tear, which can cause some bleeding at first intercourse. But not all uh, virgins, for example, will bleed because the hymen can be stretched uh, during physical activities. P for example, people who are gymnasts or people who are horseback riders uh, can have a stretched hymen, even... Um, you may have some people who are horseback riders, for example, may see a little bit of blood in their uh, in their underwear, <clears throat> which would be 
that stretching of the hymen because of the motion that's going on and that certain exercises uh, can create that. So it's not, um, it's, there's no foolproof way to test if somebody is in fact uh, a virgin. And I think that's uh, an, something important that it's a myth anyway, this, the, the bleeding with. So coming up in the program, I'm really excited to have the ladies back in studio. Paris Mansouri will be here, Shauna Murray, Dania Beznos as well. Uh, we'll talk about uh, different topics from a female perspective. Don't worry. The guys on Wednesday will get equal time when we have our boys club. So we may even uh, talk about some of the same stories, which is always fascinating to me because we often do get very, very, very different um, perspectives on all of that. So uh, we'll have that for you. Your relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. The Passion View. Tonight on the program, we have in studio with us Paris Mansouri, CJAD 800 uh, contributor and uh, me replacer. And we've got Dania Beznas, <laughs> owner of Apple and Pear Design. Shauna Murray, executive assistant for Gigantic is here as well. Welcome back, ladies, to the program. I'm so excited to start off my the end of my vacation with you guys here. Although we're trying to go live on oh, Facebook. We are live on Facebook. We're live on Facebook? Live on All right, Facebook. so we are live on Facebook. If you go to my page, I'm the only one who doesn't have it on my page here, trying to share it. Uh, I don't have it either. <laughs> and whoever has it on, please turn the volume off. <laughs> <clears throat> you remember, you're on the radio, Shauna. Uh, here, I don't know. Yeah. No, All right, so you can... In, we'll, uh, Paris is really good at getting everybody to talk off-air as well, and you can ask questions, you can talk, interact with us, share some of your uh, thoughts with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the topics that we are sharing tonight. Uh, so let us let me begin uh-huh. here by telling you a couple of things that I want to talk about. Ladies, you ready? Ready. Yes. All right, listen to this. There's a man, uh, th- this trial has been ordered for an Ottawa man who won acquittal on sex, sex assault charges based on his honest belief that he could have intercourse with his wife anytime. He's a rapist. Yeah. Okay, listen, to, but the, the, this is a court of appeal for Ontario. Said the judge in the case committed a series of errors. Anyway, um, he should not have been acquitted of sexual assault based on the belief shared with his wife, by the way, that he could have sex with her whenever he wanted. Um, the, it, it made headlines after uh, they failed to prove the crown failed to prove the accused had formed the required criminal intent to sexually assault his wife in uh, 2002. And the judge ruled the man was not guilty because they had not they had failed to establish he knew his behavior was criminal in light of his belief that he had the right to sex with his wife without her consent this was an arranged marriage so i'm just going to give you the context a little bit and even the wife considered it her obligation to have sex with her husband then the couple separated in uh, 2013 and they were going through courts because of child custody arrangements and, and and stuff like that so there was a police officer involved the once she began talking to the police officer she came to understand that she actually had the right to refuse matrimonial 
sex. And then she subsequently complained to police about one particular incident where her uh, husband allegedly grabbed her by the wrist, pulled her onto the couch, pulled down her pants and had sex with her, even though she had asked him three times to stop. So this still goes on, right? This belief, and you were, you're like, what? Like people still think this way. You're married, it's your obligation. It's a woman's well, like, obligation. It sounds more like it was a cultural or religious thing or more cultural than. Well, yes. Like this yeah. is why I wanted to give you the, the context, yeah. but they're living in North America, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the consent has to be taught. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to teach? Like what would they teach their children? The same thing, but I think the world's a smaller place today. So they would, they would see that it could be different. Right. Which would... Well, we would hope, right? We would hope. You would hope. Yeah. Well, they're bringing sex education back to schools now, which is In Ontario, they removed it. In Ontario, they went back to 10 years back, so the the whole issue of consent is off the table there. Okay. So just to to point it out, because this happened in Ontario, and you would think, of course, we want to talk... Consent is a really big issue. It's huge. Right? Yeah. Well, that one particular instance on the couch, the one she was referring to, uh, that's definitely rape. She said no three times. She needed to say no once, and he should have stopped. So that's, I mean, that's by our standards. But that's right. when you when you're going into cultures and different understandings of gender roles and partner mm-hmm. roles, and we're accepting of all cultures, and we're t- we're telling everyone you're coming into our country, but you can keep your culture, you can keep your religion. I mean, there are cultures you can't refuse your husband. But even without, even within that culture. The fact that she's even saying no, there must have been a very good reason. So there's really... Did you have to have a good no reason respect. to say no? Wait, hold on well, a second. Well, within the culture, within the culture, I'm saying you don't have to have a good reason. Yes, to the say reason no. was they were di- they were divorcing and right. or whatever. They they obviously oh, so had really, conflict. So. Well, they obviously had conflict, is right. what I understood in all of that. Um, but again, that I, you know, we taught we say culture, right? And we think it's mm. cultural based. But I have heard from my with my own ears. Um, a, a friend's husband say those words. She, she, not, not so much she owes me sex, but, uh, it is her obligation to, uh, you know, I I, I got married to you. It's your obligation to satisfy my needs. Point final. Yeah, absolutely. And and his obligations in the marriage? What are the men's obligations? You know, she divorced, she divorced him eventually. (laughs) To provide. That's his duty. To provide, Money. to provide. You see, you're like to provide. Okay. Well, <laughs> women provide now too. That's the thing, right? There's well, a more absolutely. But I mean, we we look. Obviously, sex is important in a relationship, and if one person's not giving it to the other person at a certain point, then you just have to get divorced, whatever it is. But I hate the word give, by the way, because sex to me is a shared experience. And when, yes. when somebody feels they have to give it to somebody else, it's already that there's, a problem. It's already a, there's a problem, right? There's, it's, it's like, yes, yes and no. I can though. gift you with it. I, I may gift yeah, you with it. The thing. Sometimes you're just really not in the, sorry, dad, I know you're listening. Sometimes you're really not in the mood and you know what? You just, I, you just I say, go ahead. Say, you know what? Like, just get in the mood. Like you have to That's sometimes right. just be like, and I mean, sometimes you're tired and, but you can't always, I mean, yeah, you can't, you're not always going to say no. You have to also understand your partner, your partner's needs, your Absolutely. needs. I have no problem with if, if you're not a hundred percent in the mood and, and, and yeah. the dynamics are good and you can say, you know right. what, I can get in the mood or I'll, or I'll make an effort to get in the mood Absolutely. or here's a gift. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Remember it well. That's right. You owe me. But you guys have been talking about it with, you know, and I, I don't want to use the word empowered because there's a lot of women who are in, a, in different cultures and who are empowered in their own ways. But, you know, we're talking about it from our mentality. Mm-hmm. And our perspective. Mm-hmm. When you grow up, and I'll never forget, I when I was living, and I'm not Egyptian, but I was living in Egypt for a while for work. And I remember that um, this woman at work, she must have been in her late 20s at that time. She was getting married and she explained how, you know, that what she's supposed to do is lie down with her arms by her side on her first night and let the man do whatever he wants. And that's it. And I'm like, well, what do you like? What do you do? She's like, I'm not supposed to show any kind of reaction that shows that I remotely know what I do. I'm like, are you a virgin? She's like, no, I've never even kissed anyone. Like she's like, like to her, this was her first experience, but she had had a cousin from quote unquote America come over (laughs) years ago and had a Cosmo and she had read things in Cosmo and the guilt she felt for having read Cosmo and you know, Cosmo gives us sex advice and Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. to do self pleasure or for your partner. And she was like, I'm so worried that I'm going to do something that I read about. That's going to make him think that I know what I'm doing and that's not good. And he's going to tell his parents, he's going to tell my parents and it's going to bring shame. And so that's like from, from, and she was, I'm pretty sure she was 27 or 28 years old. And this old is not too point. long ago. We're not talking no. ancient times here. And so that's that's how it is. And and for her, she's supposed to just lie there and whatever she learns is her husband and what she's not supposed to initiate at any point in time. So that's what I mean. It's a different culture. It's a different, you can't, we can't judge it from our perspective. And if we're going to accept all cultures and say, you're welcome here and you can keep your culture, keep your religion and we're going to embrace you. Okay. But you have women who, let's say who come here and who evolve here, learn, learn the, American way, whatever you want, the North American way, or they, they hear things about consent. They go to school here. Uh, they understand what sexual assault is and they re- come to realize, wait a second. I don't ha- like this is, this is a, an assault. If I don't want to and it's forced upon me, then this is a form of assault. What happens to then those women who now discover that that's not acceptable? It's, you know what? It's you learn your rights as you go. But even then, it's when you're in a household, like if you look at Ontario, where there are um, communities that kind of establish their own rules and they'll have, um, you know, conflict resolutions in religious in, in like religious organizations. So they won't go to the courts. They'll just get it solved within whatever. That's like Sharia law. Sharia. Or what like you're talking Sharia. about. What about that family, the parents and the brother who killed the two daughters? Remember for bringing that? shame exactly. to the family but that, shame so that's, family, but that's so. not acceptable in our culture but they're in jail right but yeah. the point is that up they until can't live by point, those rules they live by I our rules but what i'm saying is up until the point he killed her that's not by our rules but you know the rest of it forcing hijab onto your children forcing religion forcing him to go like that's that's stuff that's common in some of those countries forcing your children to have your beliefs forcing them to go to church or to mosque or whatever it is it's common but then raising them with the belief that as as girls you have to do this Certain is your things this your is husband. your duty so we forget about female pleasure we forget about female needs these people never even heard of that on I'm facebook sure. on facebook on we have maybe the new generation we has. have yeah. steven who says if she has if she has to give it to me i don't want it 
and that's a very good point. Yeah. It's that it, it it should be about. Listen, my husband will take it. So trust me, <laughs> if, if I'm not really in the mood and he's and I say, okay, he's going to take it. He's not going to say like, oh, well, you don't but, really but want there's it. But <laughs> there's a big difference between <clears throat> the sensation that I have to give sex for something like I, I, this is where it becomes this pattern of, yeah. of giving. I, I always teach women how you can take, it's a give and take. Yeah. You can take as much as you give. It's Absolutely. not, it has to feel like that give and take because a lot of men who feel that way, who say, fine, take me, you know, like who get the person says, yeah, fine. Uh, like that's not what they want. They want you to enjoy it. Right. Oh no, yeah. Okay. I'm not, it's not that bad. Trust me. But I know I'm making it. Once it begins, then you can start enjoying no, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I, I just want to point out, and somebody pointed this out, and it's my ignorance, but please note that the two brothers who killed that girl were Sikh and not Muslim. It had nothing to do with Sharia law. I think we were no, just talking about no, different laws. I don't know the what the... of of, of uh, just different cultures and laws. It wasn't, it wasn't brothers. It was the father and the mother. The, the father and the brother. And the brother, yeah. Anyway, I, I, you know, I don't have all the, the details fresh in my mind, so I'm, I'm sorry if there's a, a mistake in, in what I said, but... You can always correct us. 514-800. We'll continue with this whole consent Mm -hmm. thing, but uh, apparently men on Wall Street um, are so spooked by the Me Too movement that they are avoiding women. And this has, it comes with a cost to women. So that's something we're going to share. And Paris, you're laughing already? Yeah, somebody's Uh, listening to Shauna talk. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll continue on Facebook. Shauna Murray, Daniel Beznos, Paris Mansory in studio. We're live on Facebook. You want to talk to us? Straight talk that's all-inclusive. Passion with Dr. Lori. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. Tonight on the program, The Passion View, Shauna Murray, Daniel Bezmas, Paris Mansuri in studio. We are live on Facebook as well, uh, so you can watch us live. Go to our CGED 800 Facebook page and watch. One texter at 514-800 writes, why can't these men just use their hand in talking about, uh, you know, forcing their... Uh, matrimonial sex let's just say i guess they believe it they believe it's their right right and there are and there are again and like i said we were talking about it culturally but i have met men from here so no no other culture but here that believe the same thing and they enjoy that they enjoy just they don't care if the their wife wants it well or not. it's they a pa- it's becomes a it's a particular kind of let's say particular right. kind of personality maybe right. uh who would feel entitled yeah. to uh, to that kind of uh you know of treatment basically mm-hmm. uh, but moving on and we'd love to get your thoughts at 514-800 a very interesting article in bloomberg news okay uh men on wall street are so spooked by the me too movement they're avoiding women at all costs no more dinners with female colleagues don't sit next to them on flights book hotel rooms on different floors avoid one-on-one uh meetings apparently just hiring a woman these days is an unknown risk. What if she took something he said the wrong way? Across Wall Street, men are adopting controversial strategies for the Me Too era and in the process, making life even harder for women. This article says, call it the Pence effect. I don't know if you remember. I was just going to say, um, it's yeah. Like Pence. After U.S. Vice uh, President Mike Pence, who has said he avoids dining alone with any woman other than his wife, 
Uh, in finance, the overarching impact can be, uh, in essence, gender segregation. So uh, there was a, a, a small qualitative study done. They interviewed 30 senior executives, and uh, the results showed that uh, many are spooked, in fact, and are struggling to cope with this. It's creating a sense of walking on uh, eggshells. The industry has also long nurtured a culture that keeps harassment complaints out of the courts and public eye and has so far avoided a mega scandal, like the one we've seen, of course, with Harvey Weinstein and, and all of that. Uh, but what's happening is they're hiring less women because of this risk. Like, what's the cost? What, what's going what's gonna to be happening here in order to avoid this? It's turning into more of a boys club, not less, right? What happens to the women who want mentoring by senior executives to be able to move up in the ranks? So it's going to affect that. They're going to be shut out of uh, maybe uh, travel, for example, or executive meetings that take place elsewhere where they do have to book hotel rooms or where dinners have to be had. So So pathetic. Well, I'm just... You know, reading back what what some people are actually are you surprised talking about? I'm not this. surprised because I I and I don't want this to come out wrong, but I kind of sympathize with some men. Because, I do too because you never know. You know, could it just be your personality to be you know take a joke or whatever. But there's a lot of women that are very revengeful too. And Absolutely. that could also be a problem, even when something really didn't happen. Well, this is the pro- so, this is why yeah, they don't yeah. know right. how someone's gonna. I mean, obviously, if the guy's a, a complete jerk, there's just don't be a jerk. And and it, you know, right. you could be a joker. You can make, but right. depending on, like, just don't do do it in a jerky way. I think you could you could and should be whoever you are. If you're a jerk, you're a jerk, generally speaking. And, and well, you're going to get in trouble if you're yeah, a jerk. Yeah, get in trouble, okay. period. I, I think this whole gender issue being brought in is just creating a very, very toxic work environment for everyone. And wariness and cautious. Yeah. Like, cautious. But know your customer. I mean, someone yeah. can joke around with me and I could take it, right? Mm-hmm. Unless yeah, it gets exactly. ridiculous. But do you know what I mean? So it's almost like know your customer. Be careful who you... Who well, you... then, but, the, okay, you're right. But their thinking is, well, why do we... Let, well, let's not, like, let's just not hire. And that way we don't have to deal with it. Well, that's, that's, discrimin- that's the problem. That is discrimination. discrimination and that's well, that's whole what other happens. Issue. That's this like, is like we can't win, right? We can't right. win. But you know. uh, just control yourself. I mean, it's not, I mean, the, the whole, the Me Too movement, thank God. I mean, it's about time. I don't think it's, look... There's a line. Don't cross it. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't know your confusion is not knowing when. And what these men are saying is we're walking on eggshells. We don't know if something we say that I don't know, we used to say or whatever is going to be taken the wrong way. Uh, So there is confusion around that, that, but maybe we need to go in a different direction and that's creating a, education in the workplace. They should have disclaimers or before well, every meeting. You know what? <laughs> I, I really honestly think the guys, if you're going to quote unquote talk about a boys club, even within the boys club, there are rules. Like, you know, the things you don't say. And when you cross the line, you get shunned. Like you'll get, you'll get ostracized. You won't get invited to lunch. You'll, you'll know that you did something to to upset somebody on higher in the food chain. So it does happen among men as well. The thing is that when it happens among women, I think oftentimes the parties don't know how to react to each other. I think that's what happens. But they also don't know 
this there are more subtle signs of um there's far more subtle things like if a guy's a jerk to another guy who's his superior uh it's not going to be in the same vein as this like there's I, a lot but, of subtle but i agree but i think that if you're a woman in the workplace and you're not equipped to handle that and not equipped to properly respond to that that's your problem as well it's so what do you psychology. suggest okay so what do you suggest for like how would how do we go forward? How do we handle this so in big organizations? Be, if something happens, you say, "Okay, haha, we laughed. Not okay. Cross the line. Let's move on. Let it not happen again." Or, if it happens again right. at that point, then, then it's you harassment. write an email. Right. Then you write an email to to that person, and you go, "Hey, I know we joked about it. Happened again. Don't know that you thought I was serious or not, but I really am. Would really love it if it wouldn't happen again." Yes. They should have protocols. They should have rules. They should have. No, that's when it's like, boundaries. let's not hire women. That's like, do we really want to hire? I mean, look at how far we've come from. Should we hire her? Cause she just got married and she's going to have kids. Like we don't want to have those conversations again. She's good no, looking. No, I'm not saying that. But, but she's good looking. We can't hire her because she's going to get hit on, and that's going to be a okay. Problem. But this guy, the, the, this texter writes, "Ladies, these men do not want to lose everything because of allegations, and this is the big risk they're taking. Is there could be allegations yeah. made based on things that they may not think absolutely are are her perception. Like, uh, yeah, it's her it becomes her perception and the intent may not have been uh to sexually harass her. That intent was not there, but the allegations can st- will still they'll still have to be put through the ringer because of the allegations. And I think this is where men are saying, "Whoa, like maybe we should just uh, stay away." How did you know? men get the control again? It's, the well, it's, it's in this industry, in the financial industry, it, you have far more men. And I think this is why this study was done kind of in, in a, in a male based, more of a male based industry. I'm not saying women aren't in those higher up positions. They I'm are. not surprised. I think it's a natural progression mm-hmm. of, of what's happened with the Me Too movement. I agree with it. Yeah. It's, Shauna's mm-hmm. quiet. <laughs> in your industry, I'm sure you see a lot of, Things that you probably have to look at as, as in terms of an employer as well. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes to the whole meet, you guys are talking mostly about inappropriate jokes. Things I'm thinking of it more like inappropriate. I think touching, touching, mm-hmm. like that is obviously right. You're that's cro- crossing a line. That's an obvious line crossing, right? Is what you're saying, yeah. So you tell a few jokes and you see I'm not comfortable just. Don't tell There's the, the problem. You see, I'm not comfortable. Okay. You assume right. they see, see it. you're right. not comfortable. See, There's yeah. part of the problem. Personally, <laughs> I'm around a lot of guys all the time. They tell the most inappropriate jokes and it really doesn't bother me at all. It really doesn't. Yeah. But if you, if you were to touch me, then it, that would be, yeah, wow, we would cross you know, that line. And, and I think, and, and that's very fair and that's very yeah. true, but I think everybody has uh, different lines. And this is part of the problem is like being able to identify. So for you, I can say a sex joke, but for you, I can't. And for that one, I can. And so it becomes this whole, uh, well, maybe at work, you know, that's what I'm saying. There should be protocols. Yeah. We'll have to talk, we'll have to talk more about this. Relationships on the line. Connect with Dr. Lori now. 514-790-0800. Passion. News Talk Radio. CJAD 800. 
The Passion View, one of my favorite panels uh, where we get to discuss all kinds of topics from a female perspective. Uh, we've got Paris Mansouri, Dania Beznos, and Shauna Murray in studio with me. I want to share some text. We've been talking about the influence or the impact of the Me Too movement on an industry, basically like Wall Street, on, on an industry that is more male-dominated. Uh, hi, people. This is happening now because this Me Too movement has been taken too far. For heaven's sakes, people are dissecting songs because they are attributing to the Me Too movement. Did you hear about this, Dr. I heard, well, I was away, but I, I kind of clued in a little bit. Yeah, Baby, it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. Yeah, I heard. I, it's back on the air, though. Yeah, I heard it's back on yeah, the air. I'm climbing the charts. <laughs> yes. so, and people are buying it again. And, I bought yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine, though, if we dissected every song? Like, how many songs are... I would Please. suggest a few rap songs. Hello, <laughs> you put your little kid on a strange man's lap? Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And he wants to hug you? Like, really, people? Give me a break. <laughs> uh, welcome back. I listen to you always. Boy, was it wonderful when I had my career. What happened to get a compliment from a man? It's tough. It was wonderful and not harassment from Hanny, who's uh, an older woman who used it was enjoyable. You got a compliment from men. That was it, right? You take it as a compliment. It wasn't, what are you doing? What are you saying? Uh, what's going on here? Uh, why is it that in the Me Too movement, there is no case of guys that are not poor, but only rich people? I, I, well, I, I think those are the ones that make the news, if anything. I, mean, I don't know if it's a question of poor or, or rich. Men. I think it's, yeah. it's the, the, more the, the more powerful the man, the harder it is for any subordinates to come forward, actually, because of the loss of, like, there may be some issues, like other things that we may not consider, right, right. when they're uh, very powerful men. So, mm -hmm. um, and then I think women should report as soon as the act happens rather than wait till five or ten years when that person uh, goes to a higher position. Yeah, and we've seen that happen, certainly, right, where... Uh, the allegations have come forth many, many, many years later when the person reaches a, p a position of power or notoriety or f uh, fame or, or what have you. Right, because so. they're they they're afraid to, to talk about it. Maybe they think they won't be taken seriously. Um, you know, uh, some people are scared of the person who, mm -hmm. you know, who who attacked them. Uh, there's there are many reasons for that. I, I don't think that you can say, well, it's been too long, so it's you know. Or they were afraid to lose their jobs, or they did say something and they weren't taken seriously. Yeah, nobody cared until they became. It had happened power with the Matt Lauer, and his boss yeah. was a woman, mm -hmm. and people had complained to her. And she says, "What do you want me to do?" He's like our star. Yeah, what can I do? Nothing I can do. And I think so, that was yeah. the the thinking for a yes. long time. Yeah, was that what can I do? And and where a lot of victims, men or women, were like, "What can we do if I say something?" I'll lose my job. Like the, the, that person is more powerful than me. That person is higher ranking than me. They're going to get rid of me before they get rid of yeah. the star. Yes. Yeah. All these people, it's so ridiculous what's happening in Hollywood and all these people, they say one thing. Then they have a president that grabs, you know what, mm -hmm. and he's still president. Right. So like, you know, it's also, I don't well, know. Well, that's where it becomes, um, uh, you know, we say one thing and that's we accept right. another thing. What's and good then, for the goose and, isn't always good for the gander. Right. Mm -hmm. So if that's our example, then, you know, let's uh, let's actually go to the lines. Ellie joins us. Hi, Ellie. Hi, hi, hi. hi. I overheard about the issues with men 
that sometimes they don't have common sense where when to stop. Mm-hmm. But I believe what a woman should do is just look being serious, not laugh at their joke. That's already a sign by itself. So don't laugh at their jokes. Don't laugh at their joke. Don't, but once you participate with their joke, you're actually acknowledging you're enjoying it or you're okay with it. Well, I think you're sending that message, and there's where the signals might get crossed. So maybe you're laughing uncomfortably, but it may not be interpreted as an uncomfortable I understand what you're saying, right? but you should not laugh uncomfortably. You should be comfortable in your company. It's hard to control. Ellie. Yeah, that's not all, it's easier said than done. Can I mention something? I'm one of those people. I'm the worst. When I get, like, before I cry, I laugh. Like, at funerals. Like, no, it's not funny. Some people It's not like funny that. at all. You're absolutely right. And it's the most embarrassing thing. But I get when I get really nervous... I'll laugh. So you would laugh if you were very nervous at somebody's approach, whatever you would laugh. Ellie, thanks so much for uh, uh, weighing in. Um, Somebody said, I saw my opinion is the best thing to do. Thank you, Ellie. That's the only way to learn. All right. Well, it's it's an option somewhere along the way we have to do, you know. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, no. Mommy's (laughs) Santa is a home wrecker. Shame on them. How many Santa Claus stories do we get, <laughs> you know, uh, with all of this? Listen, this whole, it's all, things will evolve. Education has to happen. We need to keep talking about consent. I know a lot of people are like, roll their eyes when we start, you know, you, the, just the words we start to say, me too. It's like, oh no, here we go again. Like we're going to talk about this again, but we have to talk about it because yeah, it's absolutely. affecting in different ways. I and know, and there were some really serious stories that came out of the me too, like really mm-hmm. serious stories. It's just gotten over the top. Well, there's really too serious much. stories and Bill then Cosby. there, yeah, yeah. Yes. So some that are... Yes, that Which devastated a lot of people, oh, right? Yes. Because it just, like, yes. whoa, like, I know. How could it be? I had a conversation uh, with, in a group, and um, it was just really interesting. That that person was very adamant in, in just talking about how of all the men, and there have been so many men who have been accused, you know, but the only one who's actually gone to jail is a black man. That's interesting. So far. That's a whole other topic and yeah. a whole yeah. other story. And, right. you know, we were all really quiet yeah. and it was so interesting because. Yeah. And let's also remember that there are plenty of false allegations. Yes. So. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So but with Bill Cosby, I think it just. Well, I that's think, not. Yeah. There were many, many. Many, and he was many. also drugging the women. Yeah. You know, I'm not. There's a lot of corroborating there. evidence and, and whatever they were able yeah, to prosecute. Absolutely. But I understand. But what has come to light, too, is that. You know, some people have either exaggerated or did consent, but later regretted and therefore right. said it was sexual assault, harassment or assault. This is what confuses the whole thing, and yeah. it makes it worse for the people who it actually happens to. Honestly, there was a case in the United States where it was a young man who'd gone to jail being accused of rape, and the woman later uh, admitted that she had lied, and he'd t- served time. He lost his scholarships. He lost his, like, and at this point, he's, like, in his late 20s. I think he was, like, 25 or 26 by the time she admitted. Like, I'm of the mind uh, that she should serve that amount of time. Absolutely. Yes. She should go Absolutely. to jail. Absolutely. Crim- that's a criminal offense, yes. Yes. what she's done, and serve that time. But do you understand now how... That from that article, I totally get 
how you don't want to, you don't even want to be accused of, never mind you didn't do anything, just the simple fear of being accused. So therefore just avoid. It's like, you know what? Don't, I just don't want to be with women alone because I don't, I just don't want to even think about, about that. This way I have proof. Not never, I I, I never said hello to you. I, we've never been in a room alone together. And so, but is that the answer? Of course not. That no. that's going to hurt many people and right. in, in many industries. But but I get it. I understand the thinking behind yep. it. We're going to Mike Pence it from now on. We're going to Mike Pence, Pence it. it. But it's going to become a new term. We're going to Pence it. it. All right. no now, sorry, allowed. pencing this one. Yeah, <laughs> ladies, let's uh, let's find out where we can find each one of you, Paris. Let's start with you. It's at Paris Mansuri on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm launching something special in January. Are you? Oh, some stuff to I talk about? I it, but yeah. Oh, you know what? You're not allowed to talk to us about <laughs> not it? Not yet. Not yet? Uh, it's my own thing. Your own thing? Yes. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll All be right. fun. All right, great. Shauna Murray, where can people find you? On Facebook and Instagram. My Instagram is Murray 12 um, follow me. We have some really amazing New Year's Eve parties with mm. three big parties happening on New Year's Eve and two on New Year's Day. So three in the same me. place, three in three different venues. Three, okay. <laughs> and then wait, cause that's not enough. You need to do one New Year's Day. Two New right, Year's Day. Right. Not enough. Wow. You're not going to, how are you going to do this? You're just not going to go to sleep. Uh, we, we work really hard around this time of year and then we vacation after uh, you're the just New Year's. Crash. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's gets crazy. And yesterday we did a charity event for 160 kids at Bordel, and I mean it was fantastic. But it took a lot out of. Give us, a shout out to the charity. It's gigantic. It's John actually. He yeah. he he he, he died. thought oh, up it's the part whole thing. of it. Oh wow. We we pick up 160 kids in li- party buses and limos. They're from different community centers. Uh, some are sick children, and then many are just underprivileged mm-hmm. children. Pick them up in limos. We bring them to Bordell. We have our staff serve them amazing food. And then we have entertainment. We had GSP drop by. We have Dino Luciano, who won MasterChef US last mm-hmm. year. He was he was cooking. Um, we had Shaquille Finn. He's a boxer. He brought some kids from a community center. Uh, it was at, We had entertainment. And it was just absolutely amazing. Santa was there. Of course. The kids were on his <laughs> knees on his taking pictures. <laughs> and we gave presents to everybody. And we do it every year. It's called One Magic Moment. And it was fantastic. I find it interesting when I, I when I saw I think of Bordell, I think a very sex- sexy venue, and then you're telling me there's a bunch of kids in it. It's like, what? I know. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? what? <laughs> Two hours after that party ended, we had uh, a, a very uh, popular strip club do their Christmas no party No way. So I was like, we need to get this. No crossover here. We need to get these kids out of here. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but it was awesome. It was That's amazing. great. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Dania, you're off. You're going away. That's right. No parties for me. No party. <laughs> She's just going to crash on the beach. <laughs> Chill out. Well, have a great vacation. We'll Thank miss you. you in the month of January. Uh, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening to Passion and for all of your uh, texts and your input. Thanks to Chris in Master Control tonight. Uh, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or my website, drlori.com. Coming up next on CJD, the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion. <laughs>